from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Tyreek Hill. This Tua hype tour he's going on, I appreciate it, but I wonder if the Dolphins can cancel it because it's starting to get into a realm that I'm not overly comfortable with now. Like, let's just start throwing footballs around instead of uh, joining first take. Yeah. I, I'm I'm ready for training camp to start because I don't know if the Tyreek Hill platform is uh, is what's best for Tua any longer. Jets fans, you're going to have to hear what Tyreek Hill said on first take. You really are going to have to hear what Tyreek Hill said on first take. But I want you to hear what I say about Greenway Kia West Palm Beach as well. Greenway Kia West Palm Beach its where I got my Kia K5 GT. I love that car. And the car buying experience is impeccable at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. There are some car buying situations where you walk into the dealership and you're swarmed. Like, legitimately, it's like you're a lamp and here come the moths. It's incredible. It's stressful. It sucks. At Greenway Kia West Palm Beach, you walk in. It's nice and calm and relaxing. There's no pressure. It's, oh, Mr. and Mrs. So-and-so, what are you looking for? What is the type of car that you're seeking? What's your, your family situation? What's the best car for you? And then you're able to see the lot the selection, test drive the automobile, and then comes the moment of truth because I always dread the money part. It's fine going to see the cars and and, and uh, driving the vehicle, but then you got to talk money, and that is my least favorite part of buying a car. At Greenway Kia West Palm Beach, they absolutely go out of their way. I mean, it is it is strikingly different from anything I've ever experienced. They are trying to put you in an automobile, but they're trying to do so so you don't have to worry a lot of dealerships, they just want to put you in the car and they're like, yeah, here's, here's the, what's good for 16 months. All right, bye. Here, they've got a credit clinic on site. So you're not going to have to have the uncomfortable situation about how bad your credit is. I've been there. Sometimes it's hard to outright say, hey, I'm in this situation. It's not great. They have a credit clinic on site. They have bank reps on site who are working to find you the financing for the car that works, no matter your credit situation. They just look out for you. And isn't that what we're all looking for, especially right now? Definitely. Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com. GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com. It's easy to find. It is on Military Trail, a half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport. That's Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. Check out the selection online. GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com. All right, Stone, Tyreek Hill, less than an hour ago, first take on ESPN. And Bart Hahn asked him, why did you pick the Dolphins over the New York Jets? Here's Tyreek Hill. You decided South Beach instead of New York. What was the, what, what was the determining <laughs> factor in that? Some Bart Scott. I'll say it once and I'll say, say it again. You know, Zach, Zach Wilson is a dog, but... I'd rather play with the most accurate quarterback in the NFL, dog. Zach Wilson is a dog, but I'd rather play with the most accurate quarterback in the NFL. Tira, one more time. One more time, and I'm glad that Bart Hahn finally... Bart Scott. Bart. <laughs> did I call him? Did I call you keep him? keep calling him Bart Hahn. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which Bart I, I kind of love. Yeah. Bart Scott. I'm sure it happens a lot, honestly. Uh, probably not. I don't know. Uh, Bart Scott. Wrong Bart. Bart <laughs> Scott. Uh, 
uh, to Tyreek Hill about why he joined the Dolphins over the Jets. You decided South Beach instead of New York. What was the what, what was the determining factor in that? So I'm crying. I say it once and I say it, say it again. You know, Zach Zach Wilson is a dog, but I rather play with the most accurate quarterback in the NFL. Dog. Zach Wilson is a dog, but I'd rather play with the most accurate quarterback in the NFL. I'm I am. A dog. I, I mean, I am heartened by Tyreek Hill the way he has gone to bat for Tua over and over and over and over again this offseason. I mean, it it is. It's almost like a love story. It makes you feel good that he comes in here and he's immediately said, I don't care. I don't care. I am going to be your spokesperson. I am going to take all the heat that's directed at you. I am going to answer the the detractors, and I'm going to do what I have to do to make sure you succeed. You iron down your role as the Dolphins' starting quarterback. You eventually get your money. I'm the Pro Bowler. I'm the Super Bowl champion, and you, Tua, are my guy. And honestly, Stone, you've been someone who has played competitive football, uh, college football, Division One, won a playoff game at, at Southern Illinois. For If you had a receiver, if you came in as, say, a sophomore and started at Southern Illinois, and you had a veteran senior wide receiver telling the press, this dude's the real deal, we're going to ride with him, I'm sure that would make you feel excellent, right? You're 100% on point, and I think this is the proper way to do it. Because my favorite saying is, if you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterbacks. So for those old heads and, and those guys who do it traditionally saying, you know, I'm going to have two guys battle it out, it helps build character, they're going to raise their level, I think that's crap. I think if you can have guys support you, that alone, you know, raises your level. Like, Tua will play better knowing he has guys backing him like a Super Bowl champion, like one of the best receivers in the league. So I think this is the proper way to go about it. I think it's very well executed from Tyreek Hill. And uh, if you think this guy's not going to be a quarterback on the team next year and you got all these narratives going, this is the way to propel him. But, Theo, this is where I have the issue. Because now Tyreek Hill, the one-man to a hype machine, <laughs> is is throwing out these claims like Tua is like Tua is is so accurate that he's a better option than Patrick Mahomes did that yeah. on his own podcast earlier this offseason. Now he's declaring Tua is the most accurate passer in the NFL. Is he accurate by tangible numbers? Yeah. But does it tell the whole story? No. It doesn't tell the whole story about Tua as a quarterback. But even I'm fine with those things. I'm fine with those things. What then brings me into a level of uncomfortableness is he's bringing the Jets into this now. And once you start comparing quarterback to quarterback, that's where you start, you know, oh, really? You said that about my quarterback? And that's where you have unnecessary potential teeing off on Tua. That's where the locker room stuff gets involved. That's where the added motivation gets thrown into play. The Jets are still sorry. They're still sorry, and you're just giving ammunition now. Did he to, If you get picked off, if you get picked off by by the Jets this season, if the Jets do beat the Dolphins, then everybody's going to be playing those comments. That's going to come up. That's going to be discussed. Yeah. That's going to be on first take. I'm okay with Tyreek going to bat for Tua, but man, he has started lifting him to a lofty, lofty place. Where if he starts the first month off poorly, if Tua starts the first month off poorly, there's no turning back from that. There's no pulling out of that. And now you're pitting Tua against Zach Wilson, and I just don't see how that ends well. 
Why pick on a team that shouldn't matter to you? Why bring up Zach Wilson? You could simply just say, if you're Tyreek Hill, I just thought it was a great option. I liked the weapons there, and I decided that I wanted to go live in Florida. All right, good. Nice, safe answer. Giggle, giggle, ha, ha. But now, you, uh, Zach Wilson's a dog, but I wanted to play with the most accurate passer in the NFL. Well, you better damn well hope to outplay Zach Wilson now this season. Well, so which one do you think is more gracious then? Tyreek Hill saying that playing with two would be better than Patrick Mahomes? Or him saying, Zach Wilson's a dog, but I'd rather play with two. But why bring up Zach Wilson? Because he was asked directly why he chose South Beach over New York. True. But so you can leave it vague. He didn't have to say Zach Wilson's name. He didn't have to say Zach Wilson's name. He didn't have to say Tua's name. He didn't have to do anything. But he's in this mode of constantly Tua, 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 Tua. Tua's in my bosom. I love Tua, 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 Tua. I'm going to pet you. I love you. I love you. Like, that's fine. And he's he's making Tua feel good. And he's he's making the fans feel good. Because if Tyreek believes in Tua, then you should believe in Tua. Mm -hmm. But once you bring in Zach Wilson's name... For me, and and I know that there are uh, some fans that will say, oh, that's not tangible bulletin board material, whatever. You were the king in college football, Stone, For of sure. using things that people said as motivation. That is an actual thing that happens yeah. in football. The last thing I want is to have Tyreek Hill reference Zach Wilson. The Jets beat the Dolphins. Tua doesn't play well, and then we're replaying that quote from an hour ago on first take because Tyreek, for some reason, brought up Zach Wilson and compared him to Tua for no reason whatsoever. But don't you think Jets fans would be like, hey, Tyreek Hill said it. Zach Wilson's a dog. Our quarterback's a dog. He said he's a dog. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Nobody's going to focus on the compliment because then the compliment was followed by a, and this is why this guy's better. So it's going to be like, how's your, how's how's the most accurate? How's the accuracy now? Yeah, of course. We just beat you 31 to 17, and I hope that doesn't happen. But I don't like referencing the quarterback of a team that should not be relevant to you other than the fact you play him twice this year. You think you're better than them. I think the Dolphins are demonstrably better than the Jets. There was no reason to do that. None. Well, they should just and now go you're out setting and beat up for then. failure. Fine, but go out and beat them. I just I am I'm about done with the Tyreek Hill to a hype tour. I don't need to hear it anymore. I yeah. think he's done he's it's enough. It's almost point. setting unreal expectations to a point where it's getting can they even come close to meeting that? Even if they're competent, can they come close to meeting that? I think the more Tyreek talks up to a he's already done the, the pumping up enough. Yeah, yeah, it's beyond. Anything extra he's doing now, it's beyond, and I think it's only hurting at this point because the more and more and more Tyreek Hill continues to talk about Tua, it's getting to a point where Tua better right away. I mean, <laughs> at the jump. I mean, snap of a finger, week one, better start balling. Yeah, and maybe what Tyreek Hill is doing is, you know, fetching for more targets, right? Like, he still is a new guy in that locker room. Jalen Waddle was the new, you know, guy, the new toy, the guy that was the focal point of the Dolphins' uh, offensive attack. So maybe he knows he's going in there where there's already Mike Gesicki. There's a, you know, new running back. You got Jalen Waddle. You got some other guys to compete with. Maybe he's just trying to get on his good side early. I think his contract alone designates him to yeah, get at least good. 10, 11 targets. I mean, he's one of the highest paid guys. <laughs> it's in the, the fine point. print. But you know what? You said Tyree Hill. He's he's he's. It's a love story with him and Tua. I, I sure hope not because he has a pretty bad track history with those he loves most. So. And this is the thing is, if if Yikes. Tyreek gets frustrated and that that love foundation cracks a bit because yeah. it's been so passionate, big, cartoonish heart floating to his way all offseason, yeah. yeah. it, 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 the, the, the passion, I expect 
uh, guiding light soap opera music to play in the background, Tyreek to break down in tears and 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 get on one knee and profess his love for Tua. That's how this offseason's been. If you get into the season and Tyreek Hill suddenly gets frustrated and wants more targets or the Dolphins start 2-4, and four, which is not insurmountable by any stretch, but yeah. it's frustrating, and he starts to show discontent, malcontent, I mean, it's setting the scene for a lot of drama. Drama for sure. A lot of drama because of the amount of love that has no ceiling that's been put out there this offseason. Even the slightest comment of frustration is going to send the the, the the vultures in to start nitpicking comments about, oh, is there a divorce coming between yeah. Ty- Tyreek Hill and Tua? Is there a disconnect? And that's what I'm afraid of. And because he's been so vocal about Tua, when the reporters ask him after that game where he gets seven targets, only catches three for 42 yards mm-hmm. about the quarterback play or about why he struggled, because he gets so many, he's been doing it, he's been leading up all offseason, it's going to be fair for reporters to ask him about Tua and how honest is he going to be, you know, 30 minutes after a game that was a frustrating loss where he didn't feel like he got enough targets yeah. or whatnot. Because the way he's loving on Tua. You guys know the he, quote? That remember when he said, "I want our chemistry to be so good, you're going to wake up randomly at 2 a.m. and I'm going to be in your house doing your oh, dishes." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was on the, his podcast too. Wait, he said that. He said that. I'm actually fearing for Tua now because again, like physically or or just both. Okay, you, both on the field too because <laughs> that dude never, has a bad track record with those he loves the most. You never heard this, Theo? Didn't hear it. Re- read the quote one more time, Stone. Well, I, I have the audio oh, version have the from audio. the podcast. Oh, here, let's yeah. let's let's hear from from Tyree Kill's podcast. Uh, earlier this summer, about the chemistry of him and uh, and Tua this season. It's going to be about 2 a.m. one night, and you're going to wake up, you're going to walk in your kitchen, I'm going to be washing your dishes. That's how good <laughs> our chemistry is going to be, dog. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I didn't like that. Now, <laughs> I didn't like any part of that. Lavelle messages, Tyreek didn't lie. Tua was the most accurate. He doesn't suck. I, I, try, I don't think Tua sucks. Like, Lavelle, I'm telling you, I don't think Tua sucks. Yeah. I'm the president. Of the Tua Tungavailoa Palm Beach County Treasure Coast yeah. Fan Club. I believe in Tua. I think he's had paper mache in front of him on the offensive line his entire time with the Dolphins. He hasn't had help. All I'm saying is that you need to give Tua time to click. After how acrimonious, including a terrible relationship with the previous coach that you had, Tua is going to need time to ramp up. He's not just going to come in and start crazy balling for 350 yards, but every time Tyreek Hill opens his mouth, that's going to be the expectation now. I think Tua can get there, but this offense is a work in progress. It's a totally new offense, again, for Tua, with a new head coach, so you can't expect that things are going to be aces from second one here. You've got to give Tua time to evolve into this. And Tyreek Hill is putting more and more pressure on Tua, and he's expediting the timeline the more and more that he pumps up Tua as this ultra-great entity that's in the same breath as a Patrick Mahomes. He's brought in a division rival uh, quarterback name into this equation. It's just unnecessary, and it raises the stakes on Tua that he doesn't need raised because he's heard all of the detractors and the criticism already. Yeah, yeah. And again, like you said earlier, at a certain point, it goes beyond the line of what you needed to say and what you yeah, needed to do. Like, I you gave us enough. I appreciate it, but enough. Yeah, yeah, just relax now. You, the hyperbole, now it's becoming like, now it doesn't even matter that he said that because it's like, okay, we've heard enough. Like, it, the source is a little bit tainted now. Like, we get it. Tua's got to you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is Tyreek Hill's offseason Tua hype tour? 
actually good for Tua? Is Tyreek Hill's offseason Tua hype tour actually good for Tua? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You can tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Is Tyreek Hill's offseason Tua hype tour actually good for Tua? 888-760-3776. I just don't understand bringing Zach Wilson into it. You didn't. He didn't have to do that. He did not have to do that. Because, again... If Zach Wilson outplays Tua one or both games this year, it's going to be, oh, I thought the Tua was the most accurate passer. I thought the Tua was the most accurate passer. It's just increasing the pressure in a situation that it's not warranted. Now, Dragon Chief tweets, well, considering the opposite could be worse, I say, yes, pressure makes diamonds, right? You don't already think that Tua knows pressure? He was the damn starting quarterback at Alabama, Mm -hmm. okay? Uh, The dude knows pressure. He came into the game at halftime of a national championship. Mm. He threw a touchdown pass to win a national title. The man knows pressure, okay? I'm saying there's pressure, and then there are unrealistic expectations heaped on in good faith, but actually do damage. And I think that's what Tyreek Hill is doing right now. If, If it isn't already, it's definitely towing that line. And I think that there probably needs to be a discussion between the Miami Dolphins brass and Tyreek Hill about, hey, we love it. We love that you're pouring compliments and confidence into our quarterback. Let's slow it down. Let's let week one play out, week yeah. two play out, and start talking about results and not about all these yeah. expectations you're, you're like leaping on. I, I think it's really Mike McDaniel's job to to make it easy for him, right? Lean on that defense. A lot of easy stuff early on, easy completions, easy schemes. I think, you know, it relies on them more than it does Tua because the tools are there. It, it shouldn't be that hard to go throw and complete 75% of your passes if you're not launching it downfield. You're right, your defense getting stops, giving you good field position, so... Expected to go well. Got some rat guys too. It's just wild though. Like, and and the team as a whole, the Dolphins as a whole have hype around them. Absolutely. But you just look at a team that's found consistency and success. The Bills off season, nothing, man. Like they signed Vine Miller, and then everybody's like, "Hey, let's let's uh, let's let's go about our business." And then they show up. Sean McDermott declared summer's over, and they got to work. And with for the, them, it's Super Bowl or bust, and they haven't been going crazy just, on this. With the Dolphins, it's always, "Oh, was Stephen Ross talking with Tom Brady?" And oh, was <laughs> Stephen Ross talking with Sean Payton? And oh, uh, Mike McDaniel's maybe a second option because they wanted Sean Payton. And then you got Tyreek Hill. Two is the best. Two is the best. Two is the best. <laughs> That's my boy. Going to be in your kitchen. Two a.m. Love you. Love you. Love you. Uh, more accurate than than Zach Wilson. He's a dog, but this is the most accurate quarterback in the NFL. Patrick Mahomes, Tua. Why are we even comparing the two? Like, stop it. Stop it. There's always some other side conversation. I need training camp to start. I need balls and pads because enough of this already. It's not good. It's distracting. And I don't want to kill Tyreek Hill for this. I appreciate what he's doing. And Tua absolutely needed some love because he wasn't getting love. But there's too much love now because I think it's making making – Tua and what he's actually going to do this year, unrealistic. He could have a great season, but we're getting to the point where Tyreek has pumped him up so much that no matter what he does, we're going to be like, ah, pedestrian. I'll go after Tyreek Hill for this, mainly because of the camp he had in Boca. He was charging kids like hundreds of dollars for running routes and even signing up. Everybody else's youth camp are free hey, out here. If you want to run routes with a cheetah, you got to pony up the cash, man. <laughs> That's Kill just is- capitalism, bro. <laughs> He's charging kids for running routes and taking pictures. Right. Everybody else is doing these free camps. If you want to run routes with Tyreek Hill, get a paper route. 
lazy yeah. kid. I think I, I honestly blame Drew Rosenhaus for that. I, I, it's probably yeah. I'm sure it was above Tyreek's, you know. But whatever. That was weird. I was like, why Drew the Rosenhaus hell is it doing like- something sketchy? No. <laughs> No. Is Tyreek Hill's offseason Tua hype tour actually good for Tua? Is Tyreek Hill's offseason Tua hype tour actually good for Tua? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Your calls when we come back. Also, Kevin Durant and the Celtics. I'm not sure any of this is ever going to happen. If it's the Celtics, that is depression territory. That's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? From the Anajar yeah, and Levine yeah. Studios in downtown again? West Palm yeah, Beach, yeah. you are listening again. to Ken Levick yeah. Alive on ESPN 106.3. Sunday, right? This Sunday? This Sunday? You know this it's Sunday. Sunday. Yes, sir. Cards and fun and radio at PBKC. Theo, tell them about it. Let me talk about it because it's like my favorite time of every month. PBKC, as you know, your entertainment destination with no limit poker, table games, super simulcast, exceptional dining, and exciting events. And it's another super week at PBKC with Friday night's $10 poker party. That's a perfect way for players to experience tournament play, and it's free for new signups with a $1,000 guarantee. Great food, drink, specials but then this sunday that's the big show espn 106.3 will be broadcasting live from the pbkc sports card show from 10 to 11 a.m the pbkc sports card show is south florida's premier sports card and memorabilia show featuring signed icon over 60 vendors with sports memorabilia to buy sell trade and much more the card show goes from 10 to 3 admission absolutely free you can get more information at pbkennelclub.com or by following pbkc on social media and it'll be me and jmart 10 to 11 so tune in hey by the way on sports center right now they're debating <laughs> the nfl's most intriguing team <laughs> what does that mean I don't know. I, I'd go with the Browns, I guess, like, if, if I had to answer it. Intriguing as in drama? Intriguing as in potentially good? Intriguing as potentially bad? Intriguing as potentially disappointing? What are we talking about here? Intriguing in terms of yeah. all, the uniforms? all like, the above? I don't understand. Classic summer topic. This is like, hey, we want an excuse to talk about random Team X. Let's say it's intriguing because it's a very ambiguous word. It's a hugely ambiguous like, word. Like, uh, a team that's most... There. Like, what does that mean? What does any of that mean? The team with the most options this season. Yeah, right. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Right. <laughs> uh, by the way, can we um, – when are we going to hold off on, on any new NFL helmets? What's happening? Why are we doing this? Why is every team debuting a black helmet? Well, I hear there's this one guy on Twitter who always responds, nice helmets. And I think they're just trying to feed into that crowd. Uh, Stone, you, I have no <laughs> doubt that you are loving this trend of, of new specialty NFL helmets. Dude, I don't care about it at all. Yeah, right. But when I look at them, I have no problem with their aesthetic. I'm like, mmm, nice helmet. Cool. Can't wait to see it during the season. That's it. But before I go scrolling, I click and I check out the replies. 
and you talk about the vultures all the time. I just don't understand. Like people hating on it? Yes, I just don't understand what human beings so are taking time play. out of their day. Let's role play here. So then, uh, so yesterday the Bears unveiled their orange, all orange uniforms with the orange helmets with the orange logo. Like me, I think it looks like crap. So it be- looks terrible. It le- they 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 legitimately look like walking traffic cones. I mean, it's absolutely miserable. It is a terrible aesthetic, okay? So I'm going to get in the replies along with 10,000 other of my friends and say, that looks awful. Why would you do that, Chicago Bears? So you see that. You get on social media. How were you, Contrarian Stone, replying to it? Helmets aren't that bad. Hopefully the Bears have a good season. <laughs> well, it's like a soft take. Uh, it's, uh, there's some big balls there, Stone. Yeah. My God. Or just helmets are kick-ass. Looking forward to the Bears season. Like, as I think they should what probably are you, like, What are you comment. doing there? What are you doing there? You think, like, you're doing something? No. <laughs> I, I, I don't feel as if I'm doing something, but I don't. Yes, I, you do. I, it makes me uncomfortable to watch teams. He wants someone to reply to him to, like, no, fight I with don't. him. I, I think it's disrespectful to ratio the Bears when the Bears are. When the, when the, when the, when the, uh, that's my real reason. Like I the, think it's disrespectful to ratio the Bears. Yeah, when the Bears, you know, they're trying to put out new uniforms for their teams. Obviously, there's millions of dollars put into these new uniforms. They're gonna do them on a certain, you know, give them to they charity. They realize they're that just year. trying. They're just trying to rip you off because they want you to buy more merchandise. Specialty well, merchandise, helmets, though, and like. it's also like it is. But like, like the orange jersey, the orange jersey is not something that's all that common yeah. with the Bears. And it's like the summer's over, like football season's right around the corner to get the team excited. But no, you get grumpy Bears fans talking about, no, oh, these things look like traffic cones. Well, they look terrible. Justin Fields is poverty. It's like, yo, <laughs> enjoy, enjoy your guys' uniforms. You're going to see in Week Seven, and hopefully, you guys no, have a good sorry. season. It's Next. Justin, Justin Fields' is trash can emoji. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like, what are we doing? But what are we? What are we doing with like the Jets having a black helmet? That looks atrocious. The black with the green. Like, what are you thinking? Got a little Top Gun feel. No, it looks terrible. Uh, no, it does not look good at all. Uh, then you've got uh, the the, the Bengals. Pan- the people are like, one. the, the Panthers, Panthers is look, good. It works. Yeah. The right? Cardinals works. Yeah, like all that stuff. Works, yeah, but instead they're in the comments on the Panthers talking about not as nice as the Jets or whatever. Like, no, they can't just give the Panthers. No, the Nets is the worst. Love. The Nets is the uh, the Nets. The Jets the is Nets. the absolute worst. <laughs> the net uh, the Jets is terrible. I need to stop that. The Jets are <laughs> awful. The like, Bengals got just some hate, and I love the no, stripes. The, the Bengals. The Bengals aren't the Cincinnati zebras. <laughs> the helmet is a zebra. Black and white, they keep yeah. the same design, but they made it black and white instead of orange and black. That's not a tiger. That's not. That's a ba- that's a, a zebra. See, why does your brain go there when my brain because goes... Because I know how animals look, Stone. Because my brain goes to... Oh, yo, Ocho Cinco used to rock that helmet. It takes me back to 2009. Him and Carson Palmer, like, those are the vibes I get when I check out the uniform as I'm scrolling on my timeline. Very healthy thought I have. Instead of, oh, God. How do you say it? Like, oh, because Joe Cinco never wore a black and white Very helmet. What but are you he, talking about? Those striped, like, yeah, those were the kind Joe of their Pro prime things. And Jamar, Jamar Chase wear them. What is yeah, the, I just thought it was a little throwback-esque that they were giving us a little bit. I thought bit. they wore it recently. No, I thought it was throwback-esque because it looks like black and white television. Not because of anything they wore. Yeah, it's a zebra, dude. I'm reaching, but I just, I, I hate to see 
that guys in the replies just try to flip the script. Like, yo, like nobody wants this this negativity around you're, here. You're sympathizing with the Bears. You hate to see them get ratioed is what you're— 100%. That's, that's my reason. weirdest thing I've also, ever heard. What's up with sports Twitter? Well, why are we always ratioing? Like, that's I, what I'm saying. But, like, it's only on sports Twitter. Like, you don't see that under, like, a Kim Kardashian tweet or something like that for, like, people of other interests. Like— <laughs> Everybody's just like ratio. Every single time you see anybody well, tweet anything, I don't know ratio, why. Ratio. I don't know why LeBron tweets anything. He shouldn't because every single reply <laughs> yeah. is uh, win a real ring. MJ better than LeBron. The <laughs> uh, bubble season wasn't real. The bubble. The bubble. The Mickey. The fraud. <laughs> I'm like, where do you got? They I mean, have LeBron's Lebr- Le- replies are <laughs> atrocious. It's terrible. Even when he tries to like tweet about serious causes, yeah, he could be like, like he he could LeBron could tweet. LeBron could tweet, oh, found a cure for cancer. Let's go with a rocket ship and a bunch of exclamation points. And people would be like, LaFraud, MJ would have done it better. Yeah. Like, it's it's ridiculous. That's what Skip Bayless does. He sets the standard. A big homie's got something for you, though, Ken. Like, uh, Skip would go on whatever terrible show he's on on FS1. I don't remember the name of it. And and he would be like, oh, if MJ uh, played in the modern era, he would have cured cancer five years ago. Yeah. Skip's a weirdo, though. I truly think if something ever happens Lebr- to LeBron where he loses all his money and he's uh, he's just out on the street, he's going to show up to Skip's house and murder him. I mean, it LeBron be James is going to murder Skip Bayless, <laughs> like murder him. Skip has done no. enough things to where like <laughs> like murder, murder. He's done enough things to where like LeBron could almost claim self defense in court. <laughs> he's done enough, yeah. like like libel or whatever. So did you see? <laughs> it's almost pathetic. Like Skip's like, look at me. Look so weird. And LeBron just ignores him so until he murders him. Did you see Skip Bayless' tweet about Kevin Durant's TikTok? Because it's exactly what you just said. Kevin Durant had a TikTok? He just posted a TikTok last night. He said, how do I work this app? It kind of went viral. But then Skip got involved exactly with what you just said. He said, hey, Kevin Durant, I loved your first TikTok. Exactly. And I get your tweet about never arriving with a ball, but that you've gone home with one. You've always been more clutch than LeBron. Oh I have your back God. as usual. Now... Feel free to rip him up or rip me up as usual. So just just randomly plugged himself in there. That man just be he's just as a he's a writer. Skip thinks he is the bleep. <laughs> he really does. He's undefeated in those Jordan shoes. He's also got that weird like old man leathery look to him. <laughs> oh yeah, these days. the, the, yeah. Vein, the veins coming out. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't like any I, of it. We get it, Skip. You lift weights and wear Jordans. LeBron's still not going to reply to you, bro, until he murders you. <laughs> big homie here on Ken Levick alive. What's up, big homie? Ken, I just wanted to reach out, man. You you getting on the new helmets and all of that? You talking about the Bengals? Yeah, Ken. Have you never heard of a white tiger? <laughs> like a uh, well, what's the Vegas act, the, uh, magicians? Yeah, I know, I I, I know. Oh, they got white tigers. There's white tigers, and I love all the new helmets. I love co- they need color rush Thursdays, all of that. They need to I'm have all of that. I'm good They're, with that, it, it, but I also the like the Jets is color, rough. Whatever. The Jets is rough. rough. The Bears is rough. The Panthers I'll do. The Cardinals I'll do. And appreciate a big homie. When I see that, I don't see white tiger. I see Bengals. Well, a zebra is what you And a zebra, exactly. You see, a cross, a, a, a zangle. A, a, a zyger. A zyger? A zyger. A z- yeah, 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 I see what you're saying there. So here's my thing. Isn't the proof in the pudding with Big Homie calling, man? I like the I like the units, I man. Guess, I like the helmets. Man, I, there's white tigers out there. And then you got zebra guy over here, Ken, in the well, reply. Big Homie's zebra. Right. I mean, there's Siegfried and Roy who had the white tigers. Then the white tiger <laughs> killed, think, one killed Roy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he killed Roy. He killed Roy. 
Um, or Siegfried. I can't remember which one. But he yeah, killed one of them. It's weird, right? I never can know which one of yeah. them died, but you know one of them got killed. But by, but by it, to me, it's a zebra and not not a, a white tiger. That didn't come to mind. I don't know. That's just me, though. Um, white tiger? How about Joe Burrow nicknames coming up, huh? Uh, Joe Burrow, by the, the way, uh, is he, and, and intern Juwan brought it up, is he, when we were talking earlier about players with the highest Q rating, is Joe Burrow in that discussion? <sighs> I, he was up there. He was really climbing it. And at a certain point in these playoffs, in the last NFL playoffs, he was probably number one. But he came out with the Super Bowl outfit. It was a little too try hard. He leaned into that cool white guy thing, and, and it was cool for a minute. And then he lost as well, so Wait, he, it, it, it kind of fell off a cliff a little bit. You two were the clowns who during the season are trying to tell me he was that Joe Burrow is cool, and it's not just his teammates who are like recommending wear this. He was naturally cool, and I said, no, I think he's nerdy cool. He's dorky cool. He's not nerdy cool, though. I think he does have the cool, but sometimes when you lean too far So you're saying he tried in, too hard. He got into, caught up in it. In, but in what way? Like the fashion way? In the Hollywood way? Like what What? What exactly about the Super Bowl outfit turned you off to Joe Burrow? Or are you just manufacturing it something? It was try hard. It for, was. In what way? For, for me, it was the, the Neo hat. That he yeah. that he put on like he was Mario or it was, something. I was like, whoa! Like, you know, he hired somebody to to dress him, and usually it was his boys in the locker room <laughs> saying, "Yo, you should wear some Dolce's." Like, but you like, know, you should wear this. And then he's like, "Okay, how about this? I'm gonna show stop him this this Sunday when I walk." So he the tried build. too hard, which has caused his Q rating to it, it to some. plummet. It dropped some. People made fun of that Super Bowl Super Bowl outfit, and then he also lost the Super Bowl, which doesn't help. So it's like. When those two things happen on the highest stage after people have lifted you so much to that stage as well, you're going to – it hurts your curating a bit. He's not plummeted. He's not Baker Mayfield by any you know stretch of the imagination, but he's no longer like Joe Cool. He's just like, all right, we'll see what he does next he's year. He's Joe – eh. Yeah, he's like, he's like a good quarterback. He's not Joe Cool. He's Joe eh. – yeah. uh, David in <laughs> Jupiter. David's on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, David. Hey, yeah, actually, Bengals come in all kinds of colors, including uh, white <laughs> and black. <laughs> First I, off, I am, so uh, they are being accurate. Um, is that uh, true? They come in different all kinds colors? Of colors. What are they like? Let's limit it down Thank a little you, bit. Google, Google them. Uh, second off, uh, <laughs> the only thing keeping people excited about the Jets and the Bears are probably alternate colors on helmets and jerseys at this point. So anything to, you know, any any news is good news, and if People get riled up about the Bears wearing an orange helmet. Uh, that's about all they have to get riled up about at this point. So let them have it. All right, I appreciate it. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna allow traffic cones to play at Soldier Field. I'm sorry. Yeah, you just can't let your fans be happy. Your fellow Bears fans, Ken. No. All right. I'm glad that I learned that Bengals come in all the different bang- colors and creams. So have this seen- is on Wikipedia. The Bengal Bengals? Tiger's coat is yellow to light orange, okay. with stripes ranging from dark brown to black. The belly and the interior parts of the limbs are white, and the tail is orange with black rings. The white tiger is a, re- a recessive mutant, which is reported in the wild from time to time. So, so it's it exists. The yeah. white Bengal tiger exists. But but David made it sound like they come in different colors, yeah, like they're like rainbow, like Beanie Babies. Yeah, like that was he was a little exaggerative. He, then he told us to Google it, like we were going to find out there are purple Bengals out there somewhere. <laughs> I mean, you guys have seen plenty of white Bengal tigers in your life. We haven't seen plenty Only of them. Only in a Las Vegas show where yeah. they're mauling a, a Roy to death. Yeah, I've seen one or two, like maybe. You're, you guys are acting like Bengals are just in our no, – you know what? I'm sick of this. No, you know what? I, but but I've got to <laughs> take the L here. 
I've got to take the L because there are more white tigers white than tiger. I thought. Yeah. There's a bunch of them. There goes a blue tiger there. You know, he's showing me a blue tiger that's photoshopped. That's photoshopped stone. Good eye. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, when we come back, Temple of Troll, we have lost our way, I think, on this show. Uh, we'll get into a little bit of KD as well. But I'm wrong. I'm wrong. There's there's more white tigers than I thought. All right? I'm sorry for that. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Stone, stop showing me photoshopped yeah. colorful Bengal tigers. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. com or a Truist branch near you. Truist Bank, member FDIC. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Kevin Durant and the Celtics. That is the newest story that the Celtics are in on KD. If that's the case, that is uh, problems for the Heat, I think. We just continue to go through the rumor mill. We continue to hear reports. But still, 
nothing tangible. We'll hear from Sham's story in The Athletic in a second. Temple of Troll in a couple of minutes with Theo. Is joint pain affecting your quality of life? Old Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. Their team is experienced in traditional joint replacement surgery as well as new less invasive treatments with the goal of returning you to what you love as quickly as possible. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash orthocare today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash orthocare. All right. So here we go, Theo. We woke up this morning to the news that, yes, the KD saga is continuing. Seems like it'll never end. This is from Shams, The Athletic. The Boston Celtics have emerged as a real threat to acquire Brooklyn Nets star Kevin Durant after recently offering a package centered on one-time All-Star Jalen Brown. Sources told The Athletic, Brooklyn rejected Boston's offer of Brown, guard Derek White, and a draft pick, sources said. And the Nets have asked for Brown, defensive player of the year Marcus Smart, draft picks, and potentially one more rotation player. The Celtics are currently less inclined to include Smart, along with multiple player or pick assets, but are mulling over the next step. In trade talks, Boston, fresh off of a trip to the NBA Finals, is currently led by a pair of uh, two-way wings in Jason Tatum and Brown, but the Celtics have tremendous interest in Durant and view him as a piece that could take them over the final hurdle. Right now, the Nets aren't serious about this. Yeah. You're not going to come back with, uh, yeah, thanks for the offer. Uh, how about Marcus Smart and uh, about a ton of draft picks? And how about another player, too? Good? Thumbs up? All right, sweet. This was obviously leaked by the Nets side after the trade talks between Boston and them came to a halt, and they're trying to make sure people know that, no, the price for KD is still through the roof. Like, yeah. this is so obviously that because the Celtics did not want this to come out. It definitely feels like, though, just seeing the Celtics' assets and uh, seeing the Heat assets, I just I don't know how it works for the Heat. Yeah, the Celtics have a way know. better package. I just don't know. Yeah. But also, too, speaking of not serious, the Jazz. I'm beginning to really think that Danny Ainge put out a joke offer to the Timberwolves just to, like, set a base, and the Timberwolves said, oh, yeah, great, there you go. We'll yeah. take Rudy Gobert. And Danny Ainge was like, are you serious? We, we just asked you for five draft picks and uh, two players. I wasn't really serious. Oh, yeah, here you go. I'll take Rudy Gobert. Like, they have call. killed the offseason. Because they're asking for, what, seven picks yeah. for Donovan Mitchell? That's not serious stuff. Danny Ainge is as unserious like, yeah. as they come as an executive. But, but he, he figured, why not? Minnesota fell for this garbage. So yeah. maybe the Knicks, the worst-run franchise in the league, yeah. will, will fall for this as well. For sure. But it's not happening anytime soon. It is not happening anytime soon. But I also am coming to the realization it's just not happening for uh, for the Heat. It's just it's it's just not going Seems to happen. Impossible. I think it's time to run it back, find a four, and let's move on. Well, I will say that uh, Kevin Durant's new TikTok profile picture, which I did see on Twitter, was uh, Rick Ross with a Heat snapback on. Mm. I did really? not know that. I swear, I swear to God, yeah. I mean, oh, I, the I, tea really? Leaves, I, the tea leaves. I, I caught it last night on the, my Twitter timeline. 
that Candace, his, his brand new TikTok he made last night, his profile pic is, you know, Rick Ross chilling with the heat snap back on. Ken is getting re-excited all uh, over again. Hold on. This has re-energized <laughs> my, uh, my position here. Should we save Temple of Troll for tomorrow? You're in tomorrow, right? I'll be here tomorrow. Let's all save right. it. Should Let's we save, save it? Because yeah. I, I don't want to have Theo up against it. That's, uh, that's unfair. It'll give me time to tell you about Brightline. Go Brightline.com, free Brightline app. Theo's always good to talk about Brightline. That is the way to uh, transport yourself in South Florida, mm. stations Fort Lauderdale, West Palm, Miami. Just being in traffic is such a, a life suck right now. And it, it's just so awful here in South Florida. If you're going to Miami, if you're going to a Marlins game, inner Miami, going to a festival, a concert, take Brightline premium seating, snacks, drinks in the lounge, snacks, drinks on the train, and you avoid traffic. Stress-free, the only way to travel in South Florida with the beautiful stations, West Palm, Fort Lauderdale, Miami, Get your tickets. GoBrightline.com, the free Brightline app. GoBrightline.com. All right, so Theo's back in tomorrow. One thing I can guarantee you, we will not have any clarity on KD, okay? Another thing I can guarantee you is that I will stop talking about the Bengals' helmets. I was proven wrong. Yeah. They're not zebras. There's a knife white tigers to justify a black and white helmet. But the orange Bears' helmets still suck hard. Yeah. And I'm not coming off that, okay? And I'll make that declaration again tomorrow. Let's lead off with it tomorrow. All right, good. (laughs) Theo Stone, I'm Ken. Bye. Talk to you tomorrow.